Hello and welcome to a podcast of things I did very much earlier today on radio. Normally I don't work Wednesdays because that's when we film Late Night Mash, but due to various reasons I ended up covering breakfast. So it means two things. One, you get a podcast today. And two, if you watch Thursday night on Dave at 10 o'clock, I probably look even worse. And I look pretty bad anyway. You know my theory that the makeup department paints the old onto me. I'm sure my face doesn't look that old. Is it? No one's disagreeing with me through the glass? All right, well. But I think they just paint on the sag. Um, So you can see even more of that. But let's focus on the business to hand right now. The podcast. Enjoy. Nikki says, good morning, Steve. It's a nice surprise to hear you. I'm shocked as well. She says, I'm driving to work now. Not in the mood for it, as I've been awake half the night with Storm. What, the woman from the Jeremy... Not the, uh, the Jeremy Vine show? What was... Oh, no, it's the name of your dog. Sorry. That makes way more sense, because... Well... But anyway, so he's been awake half the night with Storm, who's uh, had his jaw plated. Oh, so it needed a plate in there. Well, as long as it's fixing and heading in the right direction. Must be rough for him, though. So hopefully he gets more kip today than you do, though, because he'll sleep through the day when you're at work. Typical! You can text 85222, start your message with the word time. Shout out to Keith. He says it's Keith from Averley. Just finished driving the N15 night bus, an eight-hour shift, on my way home now. But, Keith, you've done some cracking work. The N15's a... that's a good... it's a good bus. Back in the day, in my youth, when I was a party animal, I quite enjoyed the N8. But the M15, that's some good bus you got there. That's a quality action. Ed Sheeran songs could predict stock market crashes when he does upbeat songs like Shape of You. When they're popular on Spotify, stock markets increase. But when his more miserable ones uh, are popular, then we see a downturn in the stock market. That's incredible. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it might just be also just random coincidence. There is a great website that plots things that, uh, that are coincidental. Hmm. And I think it's Nicolas Cage films and monsoons. Really? And if if you look at the times when he's brought out a film, the monsoons are deadly. I well, mean, thank God he wasn't ever Superman in the end. <laughs> you that could have been the trouble. State of that. Uh, then there's a Love Island story. Amber Gill says that winning the show's ruined a dating life. No one cares. It's back to the front page for me. I'm all Nicki Minaj this morning. <laughs> So, already today, Richard Maidley has branded her an idiot. And when Richard Maidley is calling you an idiot, that is a new level, isn't it? Well, everyone was jumping in. Piers Morgan, Laura yeah. Koonsberg, I mean... <laughs> Get it? Because she said that her she wanted to do research. The research is listening to the story of her cousin's friend, who it describes it in the Daily Star, so it's a proper newspaper, as... Um, singer N- Nicki Minaj has made virus guru Chris Whitty furious by tweeting that her, her pal's plums swelled to an unfeasible size because of the COVID jab. And a lot of people online are saying, look, that's not one of the side effects of the vaccine. It's a side effect of having an infection. Yeah. So basically what's likely to have happened statistically is that her cousin's pal may have been unfaithful before the wedding night. And then when it's been, oh, what's going on with all the swelling stuff? He said, oh, it's probably that vaccine, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's you've been guy. You've been he's been outed by a, a global pop star, <laughs> a rapper. I mean, but could you imagine trying to pass something off by blaming the, a vaccine the size of the? Bu- oh, actually, yeah, I guess that would be pretty big. Smudger says, uh, "Hi, Steve. What's happening? I've just checked all my clocks, watches, and even the sundial." in the garden and now i'm confused i feel like when i went to bed last night 
I've woken up this afternoon. Please help from Smudger. Well, first of all, congratulations if you can read a sundial this morning. It's not that sunny. Did you take a torch out with you? In that case, do not depend on the time that it says, tells you. Uh, but no, don't worry, it's just me sitting in today, and for some reason we've ended up talking about Nicki Minaj and her medical opinion. Um, she relayed a story to do with the COVID vaccine. Chris Whitty, he was not a fan of it. He was like, oh, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed of what you have to say. Next rapper, please. On that note, Paula says, Steve, why do we care what rappers think? That's a solid question. She says, um, has anyone asked Kanye, Kanye what his take is? And what does Jay-Z think about it all? Well, firstly, you don't need to ask Kanye. Kanye's going to tell us anyway. And what's Jay-Z's take on it? I don't think Jay-Z has suffered any of the swelling that Nicki Minaj talked about. Otherwise, it'd be up to 101 problems. Oof. Oof. Um, you can get in touch e o one seven zero eight seven four one zero seven five to the phones. Hello. Oh, good morning. It's Anne from the Cherish Me. Good morning, Anne. How good you doing? Good morning, and you are lowering the tone this early. Lower the tone. As if I would ever do such a thing. So early in the morning as well. Don't blame me for lowering the tone. It's Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's business. Well, <laughs> uh, no, not really. You put me right off my breakfast. <laughs> but because you were going to have a breakfast oh, of... Or two round pieces... <laughs> two round pieces of black pudding as well. That all. <laughs> Good morning, I'm Stephen Allen. So on, on the show today, we've been talking about Nicki Minaj saying some stuff about the vaccine. Yesterday at the conference, Professor Chris Whitty said that people who spread misinformation like that should be ashamed. Now, I was hearing Dr. Ellie Cannon. You see her turn up quite a lot as a pundit all over the world of media and, you know, expert. She's, she's an expert in her field. And she says, what Nicki Minaj said about all the swelling downstairs, no, it's not true. And she made the point that we shouldn't be listening to rappers about medical information any more than we should be listening to her or Professor Chris Whitty when it comes to raps. But I'm not incredibly sure about that, because in this rap battle, the rap that Professor Chris Whitty did, this, it slaps. Let's have a listen to it. Um, drop a beat, please. My name's Professor Whitty, but you can call me Chris. If you're looking for advice, I can tell you this. There are many things online that really don't matter. The Facebook posts, YouTube vids, tweets from that odd rapper. Some say the vaccine jab gives swelling in your bits or a 5G signal from your Bill Gates chips. Don't get your information from a WhatsApp by your niece. The only source you need is my next slide, please. Karen says, uh, love the Chris Whitty rap, Steve. Think you've got a hit on your hands there. I'm available. And uh, Philip in Rush Green says, Steve, you can tell that wasn't the real rap by Chris Whitty. You could hear what he was saying instead of just a load of mumbling and slurring. I don't know if you're a vegan. Um, Sam, are you, have you ever dabbled in the veganary arts? I am not. I'm quite a big meat eater, I have to oh. admit. What's your favourite meat? That's not the phone-in, but it's a good question. Probably beef. I know chicken's more versatile, but yeah. beef on its own is probably tastier to me. Yeah. Solid. I think I think you might be right there. What about lamb? I'm not a lamb fan. Oh, it's well. okay, but not my favourite. Controversial. Um, but vegans break wind more than their meat-loving counterparts. 
people on the planet uh, on the plant-based diets do bigger poops as well a study of 20 men still why i know it's only 20 but imagine that job aged 18 to 38 i mean imagine that form of employment not that job i guess there would have been loads of them um, found that they parked up to seven times more than the veggie-rich Mediterranean diet. Each uh, bottom burp contained 50% more gas, and their <laughs> toilets were double the usual size. Double? Up to 200 grams a day compared to the Western diet. I'm str- I mean, I'm struggling to believe that. Yeah, that's quite a lot. My diet's pretty heavy. (laughs) (laughs) That feels like you've just gone, challenge accepted, vegans. We're going to get competitive now. (laughs) Fetch me the scales. Um, Oh, so I don't... We could do the foods that give you uh, digestive issues. Yes. I can't have nuts. Peanuts. And it's not a nut allergy where people go, you're right, do you need an EpiPen? It's not a nut allergy. It's just the enzymes that break down that protein in my gut aren't that good. So if I eat a lot of nuts... I have two days of the worst. Like actual sweats and headaches and oh. Okay. oh. And I looked it up and those symptoms, you don't get them often in humans, but that's what happens if you give macadamia nuts to dogs. I have the same response. I have the dog response. Um, so we could do a phone in on the foods that just, oh, oh, it doesn't sit right with you. The other option, if you want to have a show that's not all about toilet stuff, Hmm. is um, our dream home is a four-bed detached house in a seaside village near a pub and a Tesco, according to this piece of research, which leads itself to an obvious question. What do you need in a house? Yeah, and I think that that sounds like a pretty good roundup by the coast near a pub. I'm not sure yeah. about the Tesco, but it, it makes practical sense. Yeah, well, you've got to have something have? handy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, else would you need in where you live? I mean, it doesn't sound ideal. Anywhere near water. It doesn't have to be the coast for me. I used to live by the Thames. I used to have an actual view of the Thames. Oh, I miss that. Oh, it's the bit that's got swans in it as well. So I didn't oh, need really? a Tesco. I could just nip down and eat one of those. I think you were allowed to. Aren't you? I didn't Google it. Um, so it's up to you. Which which do you fancy? I and mean, we can set both up and see which gets more response. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Foods that give you body burp trouble or what do you need from a home? Two topics on the go. One is, what do you need from the perfect ideal home? And that's the serious topic that we're doing. And James says, walls, windows and doors. Struth. And this is an answer to the serious one. Because the other one is about this story that apparently vegans break wind more than meat lovers. But it's about the quality. It's not about the quantity, is it? Because my cat, which is, I've got two cats and they definitely are meat eaters. And Struth, one of them. When she lets rip, it's like you can just feel it getting your eyes. Ah. But anyway, so we're asking for the foods that do you a right, right trouble in the old gut. And Stuart and Collie Rowe says, I'm a vegetarian and I do go a toilet a lot more than I used to when I eat meat. Do you find that it would free up more time if you went back to it? Yeah. Just wonder how much, how much of your day you lose in there. Um, any foods or drinks that do you a right trouble, a right mischief? Ooh, I've reached a certain age where I'm thinking dairy's not great for me either. What would you like your ideal thing out of a house? But the other phone-in was about basically toilet humour, and that's the one that people have gone for. People like that. Everyone loves a story about breaking wind, and according to research in Spain, people who are vegans break more wind and also have more how would one phrase this capacious excrement you wouldn't phrase it like that no one no one would ever say that okay 
But what are the foods that get you a bit ooh, in the old tummy? Morning, uh, Stephen Sam, says Jane in Collier Row. The only thing I don't tolerate very well. We're hoping that she doesn't list a type of people right now. Let's have a look. The only thing I don't tolerate very well is sweet corn. <laughs> it gives me a terrible... I don't know why I find that funny. Uh, it gives me terrible tummy ache, so I stay well away from it. What would I like in a house? Well, how long do you have? I'm presuming you don't need a fridge full of sweet corn. She says, a bigger kitchen would be nice. What, in case you accidentally eat some sweet corn and people can take cover? Yeah. Uh, well, enough room for a dishwasher, a nice walk-in larder where everything could be organised and easy to hand. A utility room so that the laundry room can be hidden away instead of spread... The laundry could be uh, not spread all over the house. Oh, and a nice garden's a must. It's easier to feed you than home you, isn't it? Uh, Smudger says, I love all meats. I just put it in front of me and I will nosh on it. Um, as for bottom burps, they are... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust the rest of this email. But we took calls on this as well. 01708741075. To the phones. Hello. Oh, good morning. It's Lynn. Hello. Um, right, OK. Now, for me, obviously, it's the beans, the kidney beans and the baked beans, maybe mm. Trump. But the worst one is onion bargies. Really? Oh. <laughs> one of those yeah. foods that you could tell the next day that you've eaten it the night before, oh, even yeah, if you can't, don't remember. I do love an onion barge. Mm. <laughs> but does everyone else near you love it when you've had it? No, no, they don't. Well, there's a mental image. George, the window doctor, says, your impression of, um, of uh, Tom Hardy... Oh, if you missed that, if you only just tuned in, you might have missed that as well. I did an impression of Tom Hardy as Bane. But yes, you only adopted the dog. I was born into my... Whereas George says, your impression sounds like Bagpuss. Well, that's one... No, actually, you're right. It does, isn't it? Is Tom Hardy Bagpuss in disguise? There's a new live-action version they need to start making. But we're here to talk about Breaking Wind. Because... Apparently, vegans break more wind than non-vegans, according to some research in Spain, although it's not been popular, with Susan saying, I disagree with you that vegans pass wind a lot. You're not disagreeing with me. You're disagreeing with... Prof- oh, there's a professor involved here. Um, Claudia Barber, who led the study at the prestigious Liver and D- Digestive Disease Network Biomedical Research Centre in Barcelona. Take it up with her. Well, they caller i wouldn't visit you wouldn't stand stand downwind of that research center so i disagree with you that vegans pass a lot of wind and go to the toilet more i used to eat uh, meat four to five years ago and was always passing wind also uh, in the lua lot i'm a vegetarian now and i never pass wind never where does it all go and what else have we got to cover off on this one? Oh, jane saying hi steve seems now there are two ways to tell if someone is vegan their uh, wind and they constantly tell you okay interesting stuff well there you go then you've finished you've done it congratulations you've finished another podcast and these days in life you got to take the wins where you can get them baby and this is one of them because now your podcast app will probably tick this and then delete it and you can just be like finished another job ticked another thing off the to-do list you could all also add to your to-do list follow me on social media tiktok instagram Twitter and other places. Look for the username at Mr. Stephen Allen. And what else? Oh, yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Of course, OBS. Till next time. Bye.